welcome back to another Daily Walk. Well, today I want to talk about something that has been creeping up over and over in uh, just in my thinking and conversations and people, and that is the statement from Isaiah. It's one of the woes, and this is from Isaiah 5.20. It says, Woe to those who call evil good and good evil, who substitute darkness for light and light for darkness, who substitute bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. So the idea here is woe to those people who have everything backwards. The people who look at something good and beautiful and wonderful and say, that is completely evil. But then you, on the same turn, you turn around and look at something that is objectively evil according to the word of God and basic common sense. And you say, hey, behold, this is good. And the example that I came up with, um, I heard uh, on Libs of TikTok the other day, there was a person who is a, um, a state employee in Pennsylvania, in Erie County, who works for the correction system. Now, before I tell you this, you have to understand that in the state of Pennsylvania, if you are convicted on child sex crimes, you are sent to one prison uh, in the entire state system, and that is in Elbion, which is in Erie County. This is the prison that all of those people are sent to. So this person is a state employee who works in the correction system in Erie County. In other words, this is the person who is working with convicted pedophiles in Pennsylvania who is up on TikTok the other day saying we need to do away with this term pedophile. We need to do away with the idea that People are bad because they have this attraction. No, these are minor attracted people, or maps is what they like to now call themselves. And these maps, all they're doing is they are just, something inside of them is just born to just really be attracted in that way to younger people. And this person says, this is not a bad thing. This is a good thing. So this is the person that the state of Pennsylvania has working with convicted child sex offenders, teaching them how to reintegrate into society after they get out of jail. Yeah, talk about the primest example of calling good evil and evil good. If we sit down and say, no, you are born as a male, you are born as a female, because we can do a genetic test, we can look for the presence of X and Y chromosomes, we can do a, a phenotypic test, we can examine the person, but you want to sit here and say, no, I am a man because I feel like a man, or I am a woman because I feel like a woman, and the problem is, in our modern world, Money is going to school systems who put into place practices in which allow people to teach this to your children. The entire community got all up in arms, the LGBT community got up in arms over the bill in Florida, the parental right to know, uh, it was, uh, was the official name, the right to know bill, right? Which they simply branded as the don't say gay bill. The bill had nothing about that. It simply said, until a child reaches past third grade, you're just simply not talk, allowed to talk about any form of sexuality or gender or inclusion stuff. Keep it exclusively to basic common education, which is the most common sense thing in the world. But these people call that good thing evil. And they're running around calling this. Now, last week I heard that a school district in Texas had banned the Bible 
Um, and you might have heard that. It was going around in some conservative circles. So I looked into it. This is not entirely true. What happens is any parent can make a claim about the books. I got a list of books and it was like 40 of them. <clears throat> and I did not look at every single one of them, but I spot checked a number of books that were that were banned and kept banned. I spot checked under the books that were left in place. I spot checked a number of books that people had concerns with. The Bible showed up twice. Now, both cases, it was a parent who complained about the Bible being allowed on the school property. And in the first instance, which was in 2000, the parent withdrew their claim after a committee review. The most recent version, the parent issued the claim. The committee voted on it. And no, the committee did not ban it. The, the committee kept the Bible in place, but it was on the list of supposedly banned books. Not entirely true. So that's not an example here, but I looked at several of the books in this because I know there's a lot of books that have been controversial lately, and it turns out that there are a number of books on that list that were challenged, and the committee voted to keep them in place, saying they're perfectly acceptable, and they were full of vulgar words, vulgar acts, pornography, sexuality, and targeted towards children in middle school. That is a prime example of calling evil good. You're saying, oh, well, these kids need to read this book. You know, your, your sixth graders need to learn about uh, BJs uh, and things like that, which was the content of this book. And so that one, the, the committee did vote to keep. Of course, they did vote to keep the Bible as well. They did ban a few books. Um, one of the books they banned didn't really make any sense. It sounded like a fascinating uh, book with uh, I don't know if it was dirty or not. Didn't see anything. It was just like, you know, a guy had to decide whether he would erase the human race because the aliens were going to kill us unless he pushed his button. Um, and it was a, a look into how evil and wicked humanity is. Of course, that one was banned. Um, so you get this idea, though, and we're seeing example after example after example in our culture of calling evil good and good evil. Now, this is closely related to a proverb, and uh, this is Proverbs 17, 15. He who justifies the wicked and he who condemns the righteous, both of them alike are an abomination to the Lord. And so when we have these cases where we are sitting here calling evil good and good evil, when we are sitting here perverting justice for our woke mentalities, we are reaping upon ourselves the consequences from God. And this is the type of thing that's going to happen. So what do we do as a nation? We need as a nation to repent. Our nation right now is becoming deeply corrupted. And we have to look at this and say, no, we need to do away with the corruption. We need to turn back towards God. We need to get all of this LGBT mindset out of the school districts. I'm not saying an adult can't choose to be gay. As long as you're not saying I'm Christian and I am a member of this community. Because those are two antithetical things. But as far as it goes... Keep it out of the school systems. Keep it out of the children's. Keep it out of the libraries. We do not need people who are wearing woman face, that is drag queens, coming into the school libraries and reading sexually explicit books to children, particularly those being publicly funded. As long as we allow this to happen, we're no better with Pompeii, uh, Pompeii and we know what happened there. And I believe that if this nation does not correct itself, we are going to come to a point 
when we are going to experience the raw judgment of God, and God may very well be raising up our enemies against us who are more godless than we are, like the time of the prophets, and coming in and wiping us out. Now, if you want to see some practical example of that, my Thursday study is on the prophets. So have a look. Um, I have those on, um, those are on Bitch, uh, not on BitChute right now. They're on Rumble and on YouTube right now. We'll be adding some more channels in the future. But have a look at that um, prophet series. If you're listening to this on podcast, uh, have a look over there on one of those two channels and look at the, uh, the prophet studies. We're looking at the Old Testament prophets and how they relate to the times we are in and what's going to happen. Right now, we are going through Habakkuk. Uh, the next one this week will be Habakkuk chapter 3. Uh, you can have a look at chapters 1 and chapters 2, um, which have been posted the last couple weeks. With that, thanks for watching, everybody. Go over to the website, rwalkingchrist.com. Sign up for the newsletter. You'll get a link um, to the, the videos that we have, and I'll give you guys an update and updates on the new books coming out as well on that newsletter. And uh, just for a reminder, I use a double opt-in for the newsletter. This prevents somebody from registering your email address for you. When you register on my site for the newsletter, you're going to get an email back immediately asking you to confirm your subscription. Um, if you do not receive that, check your junk mail. If you still do not receive that, send me an email and we will look into what the issue is. Uh, thanks for watching everybody and I hope that you enjoy your daily walk in our Lord. Thank you for tuning in. Our Walk in Christ podcast is a listener supported presentation. For more information about how you can help, check out ourwalkinchrist.com forward slash support or our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash Tom M. That's T-O-M-M. Digital and paperback books are available on several online bookstores or at our website. Once again, the website is ourwalkinchrist.com.